Hi. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Jerry podcast. I'm Mary. I'm Jerry. You know, that's totally not the introduction we're supposed to do. We're supposed to do I know. We're supposed to do it's this. It's the Mary and Jerry podcast, podcast. with Jerry. And Mary. Where we talk about. Everything. And bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, clearly we are not professionals. We are at not this. professionals, and we will get not it even right. our producer can save us from ourselves. No, he he does such a good job, though. That's right. Anyway, so hi, honey. How are hey, you? I'm I'm good. Yeah, you're good. I'm good. How's your day? Day's been good. Sure. <laughs> I've avoided getting hit by a meteor, so it's a good day. So just so the audience knows, right off uh, to screen. Uh, of the YouTube channel, there is a lovely, uh, almost two-year-old border collie named Maggie who is desperate to throw a ball right now. That's <laughs> so. well, because Maggie's been in school for the last two weeks. She has. She we went to like obedience school. We have, we're learning to dog. Well, no, she knows how to dog now. Okay, no, we're so, graduate level dog. Okay, so when we first, uh, when Maggie first started going to doggy daycare because um, she's a border collie, and so they're the uh, supposedly the smartest breed. Oh yeah, and um, they have high energy. And oh yeah, Jerry and I are are Think about of Albert <laughs> Einstein as a toddler with four legs, and that's Maggie. Wow, and we're about medium energy, so and not nearly as smart as no. the dog. So we put her in puppy daycare so she can be around other dogs. Now we never put our children in daycare, but we put our dog in daycare, so that tells you a lot. So here we are. You here had, we are. You had okay. A plan. So when she when she went first went to doggy daycare. She was all about the humans, like the people that were, you know, the doggy daycare people. And she didn't know how to dog. She didn't know how to interact with other dogs. She didn't know so how to play with dogs. We did not went, know how to dog. So she went to Dog 101. How to play with puppies. How to play with puppies. And she went, to, she was in small group. That's right. Our dog goes to small group. Okay, no, so let's share did. our highs and lows. What went well? What didn't this week? Our th- the thorn, the rose and the rose thorn. Rose and the thorn. That's right. Small, small group, group for puppies. And then she was finally graduated and she went out into Gem Pop. So she got her orange. Gem Pop. That's right. Our dog graduated to general population. She got her orange. She went in the big house in (laughs) Gem Pop. And so she learned to deal with other dogs. Not well all the time because we're kind of a diva dog, right? You know what I'm talking about. They want all the love, all the attention. Kind of like somebody else I know. (gasps) Oh. Listen up, mister. She is a princess. Sounds like somebody else I know. Yes, but she doesn't wear tiaras as well as I do. Anyways, so after a few months of regular doggy daycare, boarding her when when I had to go speak and we went on trips, um, she was now ready for obedience school. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) this is like taking an overactive toddler and sending them off to military school. Well, that's a good analogy. Isn't it? That's it kind of what it feels is. like. Yeah. yeah. And who knew that doggy, doggy school had homework? They have homework, y'all. Like, she comes it's home. Like, you need to work with your dog. I'm like, people, it's five o'clock. I don't even want to work with myself. I'm like, <laughs> dog, let's go throw the Frisbee, and then we'll have right. supper, and then we'll throw the ball, and then we'll go to bed. Okay, so we're coming to the end of two weeks of obedience school. She has one more week left. She's doing they have really graduation well. Where they, get, they get to wear a little cap. They don't wear a cap, but they do have a little graduation. They do have graduation. And <gasps> they, have, they have training for us. We have do we to get go, treats? We have to go in twice. Like little bacon bits, right? You could teach me to do anything if you like fed me little bacon bits. Oh my God. 
Mm. Anyways, so we have graduation here did at the end of said? next. You could teach me to do anything. Uh, I I did hear that. I'm just moving on, moving on because totally ignoring that show, Mister G rated. And of course, if I had little chocolates. Listen, hmm. one of our listeners was so gracious to say that this was one of the most wholesome podcasts she'd ever listened to. I don't know how we have what? tricked her into thinking that, but. Well, I have refrained from using salty sailor language. And we will continue to refrain from using salty sailor language. Yes, drill sergeant. And talking about things about what you're going to do for bacon bits. We're not going to talk about that either. <laughs> I can't talk about those bits. Oh, my word. Anyways, so Maggie is in obedience school, which means that mommy and daddy, which I cannot believe that's what they call us because I'm not her mother. You're not I think a dog they mom? Need, no, they need like, they need lessons in biology. I'm just Maggie's owner. I'm the alpha dog. You, you just did that, didn't you? I did. Alpha <laughs> dog. I don't like to go, who let the dogs out? Oh, boy. <laughs> but enough about our dog. What is it you really wanted to come and talk to? No, we were about talking it? about our dog because I'm avoiding the other topic. No, we need to talk so about anyways, the she topic. has graduation next week. So da, I'm thinking I should make her a doggy cake. Da, da, da. They have doggy friendly cakes. Did you know that? Of course they do. They have doggy friendly cookies, too. Of course they do. And you know what Maggie will do for a cookie? What will I do for a cookie? <laughs> Why? For a Klondike Why? bar. I'll do, some, I'll do some pretty sketchy stuff for a Klondike bar. I'm just this, saying. This is not the direction. <laughs> going off the rails. Totally going off the rails. Dude, but, we're not even like five minutes into this and it's off the rails. Well, you know, the questions always ask, what would you do for a Klondike bar? I'd do some pretty <laughs> sketchy stuff. And for a really nice BLT with the really thick cut tomatoes, mm, I'd do some... What? Questionable stuff. <laughs> we went from sketchy to questionable? That's right. To what? Illegal? Now that you would have to have candied maple bacon <laughs> on the BLT. Oh my gosh. Just saying. Good to know, dear. So if we start getting, you know, frozen maple bacon in the mail from people, they're going to expect things. What will Jerry do for bacon? Hmm. I might even sing Broadway show tunes. Go ahead, Sing. I don't know any Broadway. Yes, you do. You know one. What? Oh, Oklahoma, where the wind comes well, sweeping yeah, down I, the plain. Do know a, a little bit of Oklahoma. Hamilton. Oklahoma, where the where the wave is, is weak. It, it sure smells sweet when the sun comes right behind, behind the, the rain. rain. Okay, and so yeah, we whatever. say. Actually, yow, you know what your favorite I, musical I, is? I, we'll I, have an early. We'll have an early newlywed thing. And it's your favorite musical. No, is? that's that's. I know what my favorite musical What's is. What's your favorite musical? Seven brides. Seven, for seven brides. Brothers. For seven it's sort of a autobiographical <laughs> sketch set to music, right? Because I've seen how your, your brothers <laughs> eat. It's much like that first scene in the cabin there. Well, that's very true. But mm -hmm. my favorite song is Bless Your Beautiful no, Hide. That's your favorite wherever. song. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bless Your Beautiful Hide. Mine is Going Court. Going Court. Oh, yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Anyway. Mm -hmm. It's a great. Who are the actors? Howard Keel. And, and Jane Powell. Jane Powell. And a bunch of guys that were when in like every freaking musical in the 1950s. The opening scene after they've gotten married and she's picking up the sorrel for the soup. Because she thinks it's just the two of them going back to the cabin. Yeah, and just what like she when I came know. to your house for the first time. <laughs> she doesn't know that there's six brothers. No, waiting. I didn't either. <laughs> it was not a pleasant experience. You knew there were six brothers. I told you right away, first date. Well, of course, they weren't, you know, in alphabetical order. But anyway. No. Oh, okay. So where are we here? So we've talked about the dog going to obedience school, Probably being a princess. Musicals, because musicals. what is this week, dear? 
Oh. Let's break it down. What is this week? Well, it's a, it's a topic we sometimes try to avoid. So as we are recording this podcast, we are, we are in Courtney, our daughter, beautiful daughter, Courtney's birthday week. That's right. So she would have been on August 18th. She would have been 31 years 31. old. Yeah, we would have had 31. 31. It's a good thing we got married at 16. Darn fine thing. I was 12, actually. Darn fine um, thing. <laughs> So what we wanted to talk about a little bit um, while Maggie gives us her opinion in the background, mm-hmm. we wanted to talk about how we mark anniversaries, right? So when you have lost someone, actually, I, I hate I hate when people say I lost them. I know where Courtney is. I know is. where they are. We, they're not really lost. They're not lost. She's, you know, she's in heaven. I, I feel like she's in heaven. I don't think she had the capacity to sin as a profoundly disabled um child don't underestimate the court you she, think she was a she had she had a mischievous streak not, I don't not know. sinful I, she was she was she was a spicy pepper yes thank you that's an she excellent was a spicy, that, pepper. That, a spicy little number right that's, yeah we used to call her pickle because she could be a sweet pickle or a sour pickle mm-hmm. 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 but um anyway so she would be um this week she would be 31 so 31. jerry and i were talking uh, and this has sort of been an evolution since her passing in 2014. So, of course, the first year she passes away. The you don't next even year, remember the first six months. No. You really don't, do you? Um, I remember one incident in February. She passed in December. And then I don't remember anything else till Easter. Yeah. I truly don't. I remember something in February and then Easter Vigil. Yeah. In April. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it, was, it was hard. But that first year, it's all the first, right? Right. Everybody remembers. You get the cards, you get the texts, you get the, oh, I'm so, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yep. Everybody remembers. And then you get to the second year. What happens then? Well, your family kind of remembers. Maybe some of your friends. Close friends. Those that walked with you. And, And that knew her. And knew her. Right. And then you get to the third year. It's just you. And it's just your, like, it was us and, yeah, you, me. Jonathan, our best friends, Christina Marks, my mom. Yep. Grandma Green. Yeah. My friend Catherine. That was it. Yeah. That was about it. Um, so that's the third year. And you kind of wonder why. Why doesn't everybody remember? That, yeah. That, you know. What, because Did they our forget life, her already? Exactly. Like we could never forget her. But our our life has been changed dramatically, drastically, horrifically, traumatically, whatever L-Y word you want to use. I am. It's it's a practice of adverbs. Um, Tragically. 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 Um, And so, but everybody else, the world just keeps going. So we had to figure out, and I think it was on year three where we sort of uh, began to talk with one another about what we wanted to do as a family, as a couple, as her parents Mm -hmm. on her birthday. Mm Mm-hmm. Right on the. What did we used to do on our birthday, honey? Well, when let's, Courtney let's was tell alive, the folks, when Courtney was alive, we would always have. We would go over to Christine and Mark's. We always celebrate together, the two families, and um, especially after the about the age of she was seven, seven or eight, when we started doing that. Right. We would have Annie Merle's meatloaf, That's mashed right. potatoes and green That's beans. Right. That That's was right. Courtney's favorite, favorite meal. Meal, yeah. On the planet, I don't blame her. It's darn, darn good cooking. Um, uh, what did your dad say? These, them's good groceries. Them's good groceries. That's right. I, did we introduce the Silvas to meatloaf? We did. They're like, well, not to meatloaf, to Annie Merle's meatloaf. Annie yeah. Merle's meatloaf. Yeah. And then we would have some form of chocolate cake. Usually I would make my chocolate heaven cake. Or 
Well, or for court, sometimes she got chocolate. Chocolate pudding, pudding. yeah. We yeah. had chocolate cake. We had she chocolate had cake. Chocolate she pudding. had chocolate pudding, but there was but chocolate. But there was always chocolate. And Courtney was very sensitive to sugar. So, you know, she loved, loved sweet things. Sweet things did but not love her. No, they did not. And so they would bring, uh, they would usually bring on a seizure. So we had to be very, very careful that there, there was enough protein given that she could avoid at least a grand mal seizure. And she loved it. And so she got sweet things three times a year, her birthday, Christmas, and Easter. Yeah. Uh, yes. Now, if I only ate sweet things three times a year, I would look like Barbie. But you mean, alas. You mean blonde and airheaded? I'm not blonde. I am occasionally forgetful. But I didn't I say anything. I'm just <laughs> sitting here. I didn't say anything. Just Well, you identified Barbie as blonde and airheaded. So well, that's what the movie. Excuse I'm me. Sh- um, she was an astronaut. She was a teacher. She was a veterinarian. She I'm was lots of things. I'm not going to have the Barbie discussion. I'm okay. too much hate mail. <laughs> Anyways, she loves sweet things. So we would gather and we would have this celebration. Right. She usually got a new audio book because she loved audio books. Wait, she liked British accents too. Do you think that was hereditary? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yes. I think she, mm-hmm. she like her mother, just loved the British accent. You could read the phone book to her with a British accent yeah. and she'd giggle and think it was hysterical. I think it was wonderful. Yeah. And then we would, you know, we would just, I mean, that's, it was a pretty simple celebration, but that's what we did. And simple is a relative term. Going anywhere with Courtney was a logistical exercise. Well, that's why we always had, we were always at home. Right. It was pretty rare that we were I mean, out we had to pack everybody up in the E350 urban assault vehicle. Or wheelchair dun, 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 dun. We called it Big Bertha. Anyway, so that, that was, it's a pretty simple celebration. And Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve is always our big sort of moment we we go to midnight mass now when courtney was alive we didn't do that we went to christmas day mass yeah courtney did not she do did midnight. not do well at at night um that's usually when many of her to seizures be honest, would neither come. do we but no we don't but anyway. we still go to midnight mass and then we sleep anyway <laughs> yes long story longer so how you know we started talking about year three yep and so that first year we went to the Silvas. We had the, her favorite right. meal, had the cake. Second, fourth year did the same. Fifth year, you know, the the dynamics were changing. Kids were going off to college and so forth. And it Life just became was moving was moving on, on for other people. other people. And it, you know, I always um, to this day we still get texts from certain people and we get flowers from others, and it, it's still beautiful. They still remember um, our beautiful girl, and it's and it means so much to us that she is remembered. Right. And it's really in the last couple of years, I would say what the last three years, maybe four years mm-hmm. that like we have a, we have a regular thing that we do. So we go to her graveside. First we go to mass first thing and, um, and just kind of be with her because that's the closest place we can be to her. Cause she's right behind the veil. Mm-hmm. So we go to mass. Right. And then we usually go to breakfast and we have, Courtney did like scrambled eggs. She too. loves scrambled eggs. We usually, you know, go to breakfast. She loved biscuits and gravy. She did love her she biscuits was, and she gravy. She was daddy's girl. She was daddy's girl, very much so. And then we go and we purchase um, flowers like pansies or Gerber daisies or w- whatever the flower is available. I think because it's her birthday, we usually get pansies to go into the fall and we go to her grave and we give it the summertime scrub down. <laughs> Birds love her grave. This is the site. collective we, right? The collective we, excuse me, I scrub. You do not dig in the dirt. No, that, but okay. So let's explain it'll mess why. Up my manicure. 
thank you. Anyways, moving on. So short explanation to the point. It'll mess up your manicure. Got it. Fine. Just saying. I pay good you money supervise. to look this good. <laughs> I supervise. <laughs> you supervise. I supervise it. Planting. I space out the flowers. You just dig. You Correct. dig and you water. You but I scrub the, the stone. Thank you very well, much. You okay. Scrub the stone. Yes. You're you're making it like I don't do anything. You don't dig in dirt. It's not, you don't like me to dig in dirt. It's you're not like your jam. That's not your jam, Mary. It's not not what God made you to dig in dirt. No. Well, I'm not a very good gardener. Anyways, you keep interrupting me, and then I get off topic, and then I don't know what to say we anymore. We go to Courtney. We plant right, flowers. Right, we plant the flowers. Clean her grave up clean, because, right. yes, birds do love it. And, it, you know, we usually plant flowers in the spring, too, but by the fall, eh, look a little scraggly. Right. We, we plant them on our birthday um, in yeah. August, and then we go back in – well, I go all the time. We, we visit her grave all the time. But we replant um, – we don't replant in the fall. We do a wreath at Christmas. Well – and then August we do, is pretty much fall. I mean, right. it gets there. <laughs> and then we do a replant um, in the spring at Easter. Always at Easter on of, Good uh, Friday. What are those things. It's not uh, the, the flowers. Oh, we do ranunculus, or we do that's ranunculus. <laughs> we do Gerber daisies, or we do whatever's those you little know, impatience. Oh, impatience. Yeah, yeah those little purple those. things. Yeah, yeah. Those are pansies. We've done lavender before. She was allergic to lavender, so we kind of did lavender bushes for the first couple of years because she ha, no don't longer about that anymore. <laughs> anyway, so we go and and we have this sort of ritual, and we talk to her, and we talk about her, and we and we share stories, and you know we laugh, and yes, there's tears, and and it's just kind of a a beautiful moment for us as her parents. Yes, is it a beautiful moment for you, Jer? Once I once I clean up all the mess from planting the flowers and. It all looks pretty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then we tell stories. We do. And we, we sit remember. there and we remember her. Yep. And um, what's your what favorite is, story? What's my Courtney? favorite story? Your favorite Courtney story. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, there well, are so I have many. so many. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Right. I'll go first then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. So, I'll probably take yours, but I don't care because I go first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, the court monster. So, when we went to Mass, we, we took Courtney to Mass every Sunday. And um, we had our spot there in the church. So we were on the right right side of the church on the very end pew because it was right there by the door. So if she had a seizure during we mass, we could, we could get out because the first, I don't know, four or five times she did that at mass, people started like freaking out. And I think one of the ushers was about to call the fire department and an ambulance. I'm like, that would have been super awkward. Oh, we found the ambulance called at church before. I know, which is super awkward. So I just like, it's fine. Because she's usually done with a seizure by the time the ambulance gets there. Yeah. And then we're all just staring at each other and Courtney's looking at them and yeah, so, then she goes to sleep. <laughs> so, you know, we finally got our spot and we got our rep. So the ushers knew not to freak out if we had to take her outside because she was having a seizure. Right. Thank you for your concern, but we got this. So we're at church. And now one of the things you have to understand about Courtney is... um. She was not a fan of shoes, no. <laughs> which is weird because we did not get that trait from her mother. No, that was not me. I love my shoes. I, so, I love all of them. The many, many Courtney pairs has, that I have. Courtney, Courtney, you, you had to put- Maggie would like to get in on this conversation. Um, you had to put 
uh, secure shoes, we'll call them. Right. We still have one pair here. She loved her chucks. Chucks yeah. is that the technical mm-hmm. word? So she you, had. You had to make sure there were there were laces or there was elastic right. that went around it or a strap. So she had chucks in like every girl color there was. She had chucks in t- in three colors: yellow, pink, and orange. Thank you. Anyway, I rest my case. Those are the Courtney colors. Um. So this particular Sunday, we had on these little. It's Maggie's ball. We're going to set that aside. Go ahead, Jared. Tell your story. These little strappy shoes. So you'd put Courtney's feet in the little feet pads, and then there were of these- Of her wheelchair. Of her wheelchair, and then you had these Velcro straps. Now, Courtney, of course, would spend the entire mass trying to get her feet out of these straps because we like to cross our legs. She was quite the lady. She always crossed at the knee. So, I mean, as soon as you put her in the wheelchair, started strapping her, and it's like- Boom. The right leg is crossed, crossed over, over the, the left, left leg. leg. Yeah. And and then we are complaining because we're not. Yeah. Anyway, the child knew how to express her opinion. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't she worry did. about that. So she was sitting there during mass. And of course, um, she's on the end. I'm next to her. Mary's next to me. And I think Jonathan's next to her. And she's spinning the entire mass. And I'm looking down and she's trying to get this foot out. She's like wiggling her she foot. You could back see it wiggling, and, forth, and she's and doing, you know, she's trying but it's to get okay, it out of that and she's shoe. Like, mm, mm, out of mm, that, she always mm. sounded like Chewbacca. <laughs> Is that like Chewbacca or Frankenstein? I don't mm. know. Or she go, <laughs> anyway. Okay, so we did we go up. No, no. So father is is uh, doing oh, we're the getting, homily. Right. Father's doing the homily. So that's right. We're and getting. She finally gets. Right. We're her getting. Foot okay. So right. We're getting ready out. to go up to receive the Eucharist. So no, yes. it was before then. No, no. We went up. Wait. No, no. I remember <laughs> the timeline here. We went. No, no. It was before then. We were <laughs> fixing. Went, we, we were, were fixing to go up, and all of a sudden, her foot. She gets her foot out, and she just goes. Fling. Okay, so she what she did that was, was sound her, dramatic sound effect. <laughs> Fling. Her her foot. She went to cross her legs again because that one leg was down. Mm-hmm. And as she brought her her right leg up with some veracity, that shoe pressed the wrong mute button. Oh, oops. <laughs> Besides, it's velocity or ferocity, not velocity. <laughs> When Courtney crossed her leg, that shoe, it was a silver shoe with oh, a strap. Oh, it was very silver, sparkles and everything. Went up and over her head and behind us several rows. Rows. And you heard this. <clears throat> yeah, that's about right. And Jerry and myself and Jonathan. We're like this. Don't we look just down. all looked down. Don't make eye contact. Don't, don't look. Don't because look. we knew it had hit somebody. <laughs> We're like, oh no, she hit somebody. Look My down. face was then, as red then, as a tomato. Hold on. Oh yeah. Jonathan leans over and he's like, Mom, I think it hit an old man. <laughs> and I'm like, shh, we know nothing. Shh, don't we say didn't nothing. See anything. Don't look down. Nobody. Don't make eye contact with anybody. So then it comes time. We go up. For communion. And so we begin to put, we go up to communion. And there's Court- Courtney's barefoot crossed. <laughs> Right, she's got a shoe. She's got her tights on. And then there's this <laughs> barefoot. One shoe is gone. She receives communion, praise Jesus. We come back to our spot. And we, again, bow our heads in like, prayer. Don't look. We're not making Maybe eye contact. just leave the shoe there. And then what happened, Jerry? So then 
the next, I, well, the next row went up and then the row behind that went up. Our, our daughter was nothing if, if not. She had some strength. Had some strength. It went back about three so rows. So this little old man, mm-hmm. did he go up and get? He got communion. He got communion and then he came back and we're just like, And as look, he was walking look, by us. Like, oh gosh. Well, we, were, we didn't see him. I know. He had tucked Courtney's shoe under his arm. Right. And he comes over in front of Courtney and what does he do? And he, and he knelt down in front of her. And of course, Courtney kind of sensed he was there. So she put her foot back out. She put her foot out. And he very gently put her shoe back on. He kissed her foot. And then he put her shoe back on. And then he crossed her leg. And, and she then, was happy as a clam. she was happy as a clam. She was smiling. And he gave her a kiss on the head and just kept walking. And I was just like... You're about to lose your lunch, weren't I you? I was just so moved. And I'm, I'm trying desperately not to cry. And you, you lost it. You totally. I did not. You did. did you not. had leaky eyeballs. Oh, well, I yes, didn't you lose did. It. I might have had. You weren't weeping, but you were very emotional. It was very beautiful what he did. For he me. saw our daughter. He respected yes. her dignity. And, and it was just And beautiful. he didn't look bruised or anything. So that was good too. <laughs> and of course, Jonathan, that was the most quiet and still Jonathan had been in mass in a long time. He just sat there, you know, hands folded in his lap, looking he was just down. like, get us out of He's here. Like, get me out of here. We've oh hurt my people. Okay, so that's your favorite. That's a pretty good one. That's mm-hmm. a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Um, golly, what is... Well, okay, that's one of my favorites, too. Um, I know that's why I stole it. <laughs> that was You mean. could tell the story of Georgetown in the rain because... Oh, that's a good... Again, had, again, it's with shoes. Okay. It's with shoes. Now, so, granted, our daughter has a lot of shoe stories, so that does come straight from you. It does. Mm-hmm. So it was pouring down rain. We're going to see her neurologist... Um, my mom was with us. Courtney had rain boots on and, you know, what color were the rain boots, honey? They were, um, they had flowers and stuff on them. Yeah. They were, Floral. they were like green with like flowers. Yeah. All over them. They were really pretty. Of course they were. Your point? No, I have no point. The girl's got to look good. She, she had an She's impressive shoe collection for she somebody did. who hated shoes. Well, and didn't walk. <laughs> True, <laughs> so too. Good point. Yes. Anyway. So we're we're going into the office and and we get to the office we're drenched we look like drowned rats we go through the it was it was not an easy appointment this was in the last year of her life and so um this was one of our last appointments with the neurologist before she went into hospice and so you know we went through all the things that we have to go through and and he gives us all the the bad news and it's we go back out to go to the car because there was no parking garage that could hold the wheelchair van because this was just a, a medical office. It wasn't the hospital. And so But you had the handicap placard <laughs> so you could park in the handicap spot. Which is good because by the way, just from a mechanical point of view, the van was like thirteen feet tall. Yeah. So what was f- So it's oh. pouring down rain, so we mm-hmm, come out mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. front of the building. And <laughs> Courtney decides. I don't want no she stinking boot, mom. She has had enough of this boot situation. Mm-hmm. And so she takes that. It's always the right foot. She takes mm-hmm. that right foot and she throws it up, not to cross her leg, just to get the boot off. Right. And it goes into the middle of Georgetown Pike, which if you're anywhere near North Bethesda, Maryland, Georgetown Pike is like a six lane road. Yep. In the rain. In the rain. In the middle of the street. And it goes in front of this Metro bus that goes over the the boot, like runs over the boot. And I'm just standing there and Courtney's laughing and she's like, that's what she sounded like. My mother was like in shock. She's like, "Uh, what do we do? What do we do? I run out. 
Into traffic. Into traffic, because those were very expensive boots. And I get I don't that. think the bus actually hit it. <laughs> no, it, it ran- did. It ran it over. I had to like punch the boot back out. <laughs> it's a very well constructed boot. Well, it was yes, it was a Courtney had like Courtney got the Uggs. I got the Target fakes. Fugs. You know what I'm the Fugs. You got Fugs? Right. So I punched that baby back out and I drained it of all the water, wiped it up. My mother is laughing. Courtney you were is using, laughing. As I recall, your mother there said you salty used a lot sailor of language. sailor language that I was day. like, listen up, girlfriend. You will not. Ba, 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 ba. And she laughed. And she just laughed at me. And I'm like, let's get to the car. I've had enough of this. That was like a double scoop mint chocolate chip with hot fudge and whipped cream kind of night. That's what that was. Oh, yeah. But she Oh, I just, heard the whole story. Right. It was the she, Metro I come, bus. I come, like, I come in and, she, I and, and I come in from work and I hear, do you know what your daughter did today? And I go, oh. Even with a special needs child, people, you still have those parenting moments right. where you're like, she's yours. That was yeah. all yours. Now She's like, you were in charge of the daughter until bedtime. That's correct. I am leaving to go upstairs to read a book and I don't, I just, I'm not here. And of course, Courtney's sitting in the kitchen all just happy, and giggly and you're like, daddy's home. Because I can do like, anything because daddy loves me. Daddy loves me. Now, our favorite story with Jonathan in regards to Courtney. Oh, is this is a Lindenberg so family awesome. classic. So Jonathan was, I think, eight years old, eight or nine, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And he was in karate. And so he had been karate chopping everything. We like, were in, where were we? We were here. What was it here? Okay. Now we were here in this house. And so he's karate chopping right and left, right and left, right and left, practicing all of his whatever karate chopping moves. Practicing. Right. Oh, that's air quotes. <laughs> he's just running around doing karate moves chopping like things. he's Hong Kong fooey. <laughs> for anybody who and remembers he, that. He knocks over a lamp and it just shatters on the floor. And I'm in the kitchen. And you heard it. And I heard it. So I come out and I look at him and I'm like, Jonathan? Is there something you'd like to tell me? And he says- With a perfect deadpan face. He says, mom, I didn't do it. Courtney did it. And I'm like, what? Our son was not a Courtney criminal mastermind. Courtney was in her wheelchair. With her feet strapped down. With her feet strapped out. I'm like, Courtney did it, huh? So I, I and my Catholic mama total, uh, you're going to regret saying that voice, said to him, Courtney like destroyed the lamp? Oh my gosh, this is this I think this is a miracle, Jonathan. I we need to call Father Barquette. We need to call him and we need to let him know that a miracle has happened. And, you know, Courtney, I, I think she can see if she could see to hit the lamp. So I literally You were laying it on pretty thick. I was just dead, dead pan face. I go into the kitchen and he comes running after me. No, 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 don't go. You picked up call. the phone. Because I did. I picked up the phone, I started dialing. Don't mess with the mama. Mm-mm. And he goes, I'm so sorry. I was karate chopping. Blah, blah. I'm like, okay, now listen. I never ask you a question, son, that I don't usually know the answer to. Parenting tip 101. So <laughs> if I'm going to ask you what happened to the lamp. I already know you broke it, dude. <laughs> you better tell me the truth. So I don't even know what his punishment was. Probably cleaning it up and something else. I don't know. I don't know. And then, and then... Okay, because we are Lindenbergs and only Lindenbergs can tell stories like this. I hope you weren't turning off my mic. Mm-mm. Okay, just checking. <laughs> and then, because only Lindenbergs can tell stories about this, and we share everything and we tell the truth, 
The final Courtney story. Oh, are you going to talk about? Is the story of the hair. Of the hair on. Okay. Okay. So, so okay. Up, I get oh to boy. start. <laughs> now, keep in mind, our, our daughter has been gone for nine years. So nine years. One of the, one of the things that, that I have learned about grief and one of the things that Jerry processes grief is I remember funny stories about people. Yeah. Right. You, you, after a while, you, you forget most of the bad times. Uh, Mary does not. Like the 25 emergency room visits. Nope. Remember every single one of them. No, I remember, I don't remember a lot of them. No, because you were thrown out of them. I was thrown out of them. That's right. I have actually been thrown out of some of the finest emergency rooms in the Northern Virginia area. (laughs) I actually had a nurse who was standing in front of me as I'm standing there go, Mrs. Lindenberg, can you find something for your husband to do at home? He is intimidating the nurses. And I'm like, what? Because you have your resting Jerry face. Because I was just using my resting Jerry face oh, on them. on speed. Because, was... because my daughter was cold and they weren't bringing a blanket fast enough. So I was standing there in, I was in the doorway of her room. Do not mess with Staring at the nursing nurse's station. And you know, the charge nurse came in and basically threw me out of the hospital. Yeah, because you were being rude. I was not rude. I was being... Protective of your daughter, but they were going as fast as they could, and the emergency was overwhelmed that night. And so, Oh, okay. Anyways, Anyways. I remember all the bad stuff and the good stuff. Jerry just likes to remember the good stuff, which is fine. Oh, I remember the bad stuff, too. I just don't remember it as much. Okay. And I don't tell stories about the bad stuff, only the funny stuff. So let's talk about the funny stuff. Okay, you ready? Okay. So Courtney has passed away. I'm sorry. I start. <laughs> Courtney has passed away. So we decided as part of her funeral arrangements that we would do an old fashioned Irish wake without the whiskey, which is very sad. But but it was in the church, dear. You can't have whiskey in a minor detail the that I'm sure Father Barquette would have let us slide if I'd asked. Anyway. No, don't think so. <laughs> Anyways. Um, that's because his name was Barquette and not O'Malley. If we had Father <laughs> O'Malley or Father uh, anyway. So we were gonna have overnight vigil. Right. So there would be people with her praying by her casket all night long. long. So we went to the funeral home that evening um, before they were going to to bring the casket and the body over to the church. To approve. To approve, which I love this. We want you to approve the job we did on her. And I'm like, okay. Uh, First of all, I'd never heard of that. I hadn't either. And secondly, I was like, job you did on her? Well, you know, make sure the clothes are right. And, and, you know, she looks like what you want her to look like. I'm like, I want her to look like her. So, okay, 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 okay. (laughs) So we get to the funeral home Uh and the the guy, you know, the director or guy, whatever, says, you know, I'll just give you I'll just give you a couple of minutes if you want to be with her. So of course we we go out now. Jonathan wasn't here for this. It was just Mary. No, I. just it, we. He asked. We asked if he wanted to be with us, and he said no. I would. I'll see her at the church. Right. You just so go. we so we go up to the casket and we look down. Well, it was and emotional. Wife, Let's be real. It was emotional. It was emotional. So we had kind of a moment. We took each other's hand. We walked toward the casket. That we both were were emotional. And Mary looks down and says, "What the hell did they do to her hair?" That's right. That's what she says. Sorry, I cursed people, but that's what I said. <laughs> She's like, what is that? And what I, is that? I, and, and I looked at it and I go, huh, what did they do? What did Courtney they do? had corkscrew curls, naturally curly hair, look like Shirley Temple corkscrew curls. And so when they asked us, when they were preparing the body, they were like, 
do you have a picture of her? So I gave them a picture of her with the corkscrew curly curls. And I'm like, all you need to do is wash her hair. And just let it go. it and let it go. It'll do its own thing. Y'all, they blew dry her hair and straightened it. How many times we blew, we used a blow dryer on Courtney when I she was alive? I think maybe five. Yeah, and only because it was super cold. Or it's and, the winter time. Yeah, and, and I had, had a diffuse. I had a diffuser. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I you about had a <laughs> conniption. I think that's the proper technical. But term. I didn't know what to do. Had I been a little bit more informed, I would have gotten the the guy, and I would have we would have sprayed her hair and let it dry on its own, and and do whatever. But I didn't know that. No. I was flustered. I was so. What emotional. did you do, honey? <laughs> I climbed over the casket. Like I wasn't in the casket. I was heavily leaning over the casket and I was <laughs> wetting my fingers <laughs> with spit and wetting her hair to get it to curl. <laughs> That's right. I got two curls, one on either side. That's and right. Then, and then Jerry was standing by the door. I'm standing guard. Sure. I'm standing guard. Okay. This is a true story. You cannot make this up. This only no. happens <laughs> to, us. to us now, but wait, it gets there's better. more. <laughs> Okay. So, so then he comes in, he's like, Do you like it? And I'm like, Yeah, it's fine. You know, let's just let's just go. I let's just go. So they 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 I said Courtney her body. doesn't really care anymore. No, she doesn't. She's got glorified hair. She's fine. Do so, I get glorified hair too? Yeah, you do. Yay. I I don't know. This might be your glorified hair. <laughs> oh wow, thanks. <laughs> anyway. So we get to the church. So we get to the church. She's placed in front of the altar. There's the kneeler there, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the flowers start coming in, all of this stuff. And then? And then the family arrives. So my then? nieces come oh, in. Yeah. So at the time, uh, I I had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't know, eight or nine nieces. But they were, from, they were we in high the school. the four oldest. The four older. No, they were the in, six oldest. Yeah, they were in high school all the way down. The ones involved were all the way down to like age five or six. Right. So they come in and one of my nieces, they go up to the casket and they have the same exact reaction. I don't think I've ever heard her curse. And she was like, Aunt Mary, what did they do? And she goes, we've got this. And she runs out to the car. Now, keep she in mind, this is teenage girls. She grabs her um, curling, her iron. curling iron, plugs That's it right. in, in the bathroom. Right. And basically once it was hot, she Unplugged it, ran into the church. Now, mind you, nobody is there but the family right now. So, which it's is not a like- darn fine thing because they think we were lunatics. <laughs> and she's curly her hair That's as right. much as we could. It didn't really take the curl very well. But, anyways, and then you know, father came and the deacon came, and they were you know. So I did like the, three of these shuttle trips. trips so I finally forth. sent one of the boys out to the front of the church and said, "If anybody else starts, starts to come to in, come in, you let tell us, us know so that we can stop this because we do not want to be those people that we were." <laughs> But we were. But we were. And the other thing was the the girls had decided um, that they that Courtney she, she had a pair of high top sneakers that she had gotten for uh, Christmas the year before, mm-hmm. and they were glitter. They were pink. Dra- no, no, they were blue, blue glitter, all shades of blue, because she was all dressed in blue. Well, for whatever. A lady. They, were, they were like little disco balls yes. on her feet. And so the youngest ones. Um, I remember uh, it was Maya and Harleen, and they said, Aunt Mary, when she runs across heaven, we'll be able to see her. Oh, yeah, you will with those <laughs> shoes. <laughs> for sure. So sweet. And the girls, you know, this was their first introduction to death as well. So it was it was just, it was such a, it was beautiful and hard and funny and sweet and just so uniquely us. But every single person, there were hundreds and hundreds of people that came that night, all through the night. 
And every single person, the first thing they said to us was, what did they do to her hair? What happened to her curls? Well, the women said that. The men did not. No, the men just... Did what men do. Hugged and shook hands. and That's right. Th- there's a lot of patting on the shoulders. Yeah, it's, it's a guy thing. Yeah, it's a guy thing. But that's an actually, that's what, it, what you just said there was actually a very good description of grief. It was sad. It was funny. It was... Um, all those words you just used. Yeah, up, happy. I happy that emotional. I emotional. I mean, her funeral was was beautiful. I'll never forget my mom. My mom wanted to do the flowers. Now, mind you, this her funeral was on. We've talked about this before. It was on Jerry's fiftieth birthday on New Year's Eve. That's right. If anybody ever <laughs> thinks you're having a bad birthday, trust me, I got you beat. There you go. Forever. And um, my mom, you know, the church still had the Christmas trees and all of that. My mom was like. Um, you know, this is the day she goes home to her beloved, you know, and it should be like her wedding day. And she, she wasn't going to have a wedding day. Mm -hmm. And so I said, that's beautiful. Let's do that. So we did all white and very pale pink flowers. Um, so it didn't compete with any poinsettias or anything that were already still in the church. And it was just the most beautiful. And I remember my favorite, my mom wanted to do this and I'm so glad she did. We had her wheelchair in front of the Ambo. And it had cascading, this cascading floral arrangement in it. Big drapey thing. Yeah, that's called cascading. Yes. Oh, sorry. That was the technical term. Big, dra- <laughs> big drapey thing. And it was thing. beautiful because she wasn't in it anymore. She didn't need it because yep. she was running across the sky straight into the Lord's hands. In hand. those disco ball shoes. That's right. So it was so, okay. So why do we share these things? Because grief matures over time. And this is something we've discovered. And, and I know I've re- recently written more about it in my social media posts where I, grief does not define our life. You know, it has refined who we are. Um, it makes us more sympathetic, more empathetic. It makes us aware of, of the hurt around us. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're able to speak into a situation or pray for people who are going through the same thing or, or, you know, um, walking the same path as we are. And whether that's a spouse or a parent or a sibling or a child, whatever it is, we understand what it is to, to grieve. And I mean, I know there will be tears. Her birthday for me is harder than the day she died. The day she died, I always think of a day of freedom, Mm -hmm. you know, no more pain, no more sorrow. She was, she just went home to the Lord, but her birthday, you know, birthdays are, um, they're a hopeful thing, right? They're a thing of the future. So it's harder for me because there's not a future, although her future is eternal. She's doing so just she's fine. Doing, I think she's doing better than the rest of us. Yeah, but. she's doing just fine. So what is the whole point of sharing all of this? We have found that that creating family rituals, creating a, a plan for what you're going to do that day um, is really helpful, wouldn't you say? In handling all of the emotions that come with that day. The big feels. Jerry has some big feels. This is his baby girl. I think the last time you cried after Courtney's funeral um, was pretty much on either her birthday or the day she died until Jude was born. And then the day our son, you know, the day Jude was born, your grandson, Mm -hmm. he got a little weepy there. A little bit. Yeah, because now a new story begins. Yep. So anyways, that's what we wanted to share with you today. And um, because it's fresh on our hearts and and we hope it encourages you. Right. Wow. Man of many, many, many words. So um, last story. So, oh. Last story. So um, I was, uh, so I was at my 
third, 20, 20, 30, Oh, I know 30, what this is. Okay, 30. this is, goes under the category of what not to do. Well, but hold on. But this, understanding. This is my 35th, uh, 35th class reunion. So I'm yes. at um, in Annapolis um, under the tent where all of my classmates are. And we are, of course, telling stories. And they might have had a Guinness truck there that actually had a beer tap in the truck, which is the coolest thing ever. Wow. Anyway, yes, I, you remember. I remember that. So my roommate, when I was on the Enterprise, is actually married to one of my classmates. So they were there. And, um, they were telling me the story, they were telling, you know, we were catching up. So they were telling us about their, um, one of they their, had friends, they had, had a friend who'd had a teenage daughter die in a car crash. Right. So we were listening to them, um, tell their, tell this story. And of course they knew about, uh, Courtney and everything. And my, uh, my old roommate looked me dead in the eye and he said, um, he said, Jared, do you ever get over it? And I just kind of sat there for a minute. I go, I, I, I wanted to say, are you crazy? But then I thought, no, he's, he actually is he asking. Wanted he yeah. wanted to know. And I, said, and I said, I said, well, I actually had one of my profoundly wise moments. And I said, well, you know, here's the thing. I, I'm sure that those parents are going through hell. I'll just say it, are going mm -hmm. through hell because they had a daughter and then they didn't. Right. Right. I mean, they just, their daughter went, I, I can't remember. Their the daughter was alive and then she wasn't. Right. Like, boom. Boom. I said, you know, we had the advantage of, you know, we knew what was going to happen to Courtney. When we came home from the hospital the last time in September of 2014, you know, the doctor basically said. Weeks, months. We weeks, don't know. months. Don't, don't bother bringing her back to the ER if yeah. she has a seizure. Right. Which is a nothing. pretty definitive statement from your neurologist. When yeah. he says there's nothing else we can do, don't bother bringing well, her to the hospital. At that point, it was more it was more dangerous to for her, her yeah. for them to interfere with her blood pressure, give her uh, excess medication. To be in a hospital where yeah. they have sick people and germs. Yeah. That too. So I said we had time to prepare. So, you know, yes, was it was it hard when our daughter died? Was it what, what did we grieve her death? You know, absolutely. It was devastating, but it wasn't a surprise. We had no. time to prepare. We had time to say goodbye. And that was a gift. And that, that is was a, a gift, gift that not everybody gets. That that not everybody gets. Yeah. And I said, you know, they will, you know, they will process it over time as, you know, I didn't say as we have done because. Well, you no. Know, and that's, that's the big thing is that everybody's grief journey is unique to them. Correct. It's unique to, to your belief in God. It's, un it's unique to your family culture. It's unique to your, uh, you know. Um, your identity. I mean, you know where you come from. Everybody deals with that. Everybody deals with it and differently. That's okay. Right? And the time frame is different. Like Correct. we're we're in a place now where, yeah, we can laugh, and we can share, and and we can, I can cry and laugh at the same time. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's a gift. Yes. And and it's okay. Um, and I know that's not everybody's experience. So I just want to encourage y'all, remember them, you know, remember them. It's, and if you're a friend that's walking with someone who's been through this, that's the greatest gift you can give them is to remember, Yep. you know, to remember. I think we're going to pass on the not so newlywed game because it just doesn't feel right or like it fits. That's okay. We can do that today. So today we'll just go signing off. No, okay. Don't we do the do salute that? thing. Well, well it doesn't really come doesn't really come across on a podcast. But um, for we're the supposed YouTube, to, hold on, we're supposed to give them our our phone number. 
which yet again we have not memorized. But oh, you know, <laughs> hold on, uh, uh, y'all. We will get it together. And this one, this this podcast, Jer. This is our longest. Our podcast. longest podcast ever. And I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. We'll have to give a warning in the show notes. This bad boy went a little bit longer than we anticipated. Well, this is a topic that a lot of people have asked us about. So yes, it's actually one of the top topics we get. I don't feel bad. So our number is, if you want to call us, 571-354-0351. You can leave us a voicemail. You can send us a text. You can send us a DM. Smoke screen, carrier pigeon, <laughs> um, you know, whatever, whatever works for you. If there's a question you want to ask, if there's a comment you want to make, uh, if there's a not-so-newlywed question you want us to ask, a subject you want us to talk about, please leave it on the line. Okay. And uh, we will get to it in a future podcast. Okay. So, so now we're going to sign off. We're going to sign off. Good night, America, and good luck. Oh. From the Mary and Jerry podcast, I'm Jerry. I'm Mary. And, and we're so glad you're here. to be married to you. Yes, you are. You won the lottery, baby. <laughs> Until next time, friends. 